All right, should we get to our sexy story this week? Ladies, gentlemen, you cannot unsuck that dick. (laughs) It was hot. It was really quite something. (laughs) Do you like when someone else makes me moan? Do not show up looking like you slept in your clothes. In your car. There is nothing sexier than getting railed by two dudes at the same time. I'll just say that. A jam-packed week we have had, including getting back from Splash Takeover. And you guys are going to hear about some great fun I had while there later in the episode today. First, we want to say a couple of very big thanks to partners of the Front Porch Swingers podcast. Cassidy.com. If you guys are not familiar, it is an ever-growing community of sex-positive people that are looking to connect with other sex-positive people. So if you're one of those people, you should get on there. And you can do things like check out the events in your area, see if there's any travel opportunities. There's so many ways for you to start connecting on Cassidy, and you could do it free for 30 days when you head to frontporchswingers.com and click on the Cassidy banner at the bottom of the homepage. Again, an entire month of all of Cassidy's features for free when you click on the Cassidy banner at the bottom of the homepage at frontporchswingers.com. We're also very excited to tell you about our microdosing experiences because we have been using the microdose gummies from Lumi Labs. And you guys, I'm not kidding. It's really improved our quality of life. I am finally sleeping through the night because of them. Yeah, me too. I, I Listen, I rarely get a full night's sleep. It almost never happens. But since we've been microdosing, it, cha- it has changed everything for me. I, I mean, I just wake up feeling better. I'm also using it for inflammation, you know, after my workouts. And I can't tell you how good I feel. And I'm honestly blown away and super excited. Yeah. So the overall goal of Lumi Labs is to raise awareness around the concept of microdosing, safe use of psychedelics, and to provide a solution for people interested in microdosing THC for general wellness and performance enhancing purposes. Like Brian said, we use it literally every day. We're so excited about this product. We tell everyone about it. We just absolutely love the microdose gummies. And if you guys want to try them for yourself, you can go to microdose.com and use code FPS at checkout for 20% off plus free shipping. You can also find the link in our show notes today. But again, that's microdose.com and code FPS for 20% off and free shipping of your first order of their microdose gummies. So lots (laughs) going on in our lives. It has been so just what a great freaking week, but I'm exhausted. Well, I'm tired. and it, It has barely started. Yeah, I know. We just had dinner last night with our friends, Nick and Nicole. It is Nicole's birthday, birthday week. Let's just call it our birthday week because <laughs> she's celebrating every day. Uh, we had dinner with them last night. And then, of course, we, we went and we had a couple of drinks, but we had to sit down, all of us, and get our calendars out. Yeah. Because we're trying to organize all these trips to go to Blash and then to, you know, we got Pod Bash, we got Portland and we got Denver. And so they're just, they're working their schedule around ours. <laughs> it's there when you start looking at it that way and you lay it out, it's like, what the fuck are we doing? There's so much happening. There's way too much happening. And Even then, just this past week, though, we got back from Splash, which we're going to be talking about some fun that we had at Splash later. Yeah. yeah. 
But we get back from that and we immediately go into other things. Like I had my sexy Frenchman friend Pierre in town and I got to spend the evening with him. And then, like you said, we celebrated Nicole's birthday. Spoiler alert, I got to have a threesome with her and Nick for her birthday, which really felt like my birthday gift. I don't know. I was spoiled the whole threesome. Yeah, it's like giving somebody (laughs) a gift that you're going to use. Yeah, 100%. That's exactly what happened. So that was a blast. But yeah, I'm tired. And tomorrow, are we going to spill a little tea about tomorrow? Well, I mean, you have... So right now, as it stands, you have potentially a gangbang planned that I did not have to set up. Thank you very much. (laughs) A a professional in this space was kind enough to do that. Yes. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it. We're not 100% sure what this looks like yet. It should be a good fucking time. It's at a great resort here in town. So I'm looking forward to it. But yeah, stay tuned. You're looking forward to it. I might get to fuck multiple hot dudes. I mean, yes. And we've talked before the whole last gangbang thing was not necessarily my thing, but this will be a few, a lot fewer guys. Well, it's half. The last time was six. Now it's three or four, whatever the hell it is. Right. I think it's three. Okay. I don't know. And there's another gal in the mix. So you just don't know what's happening. No, there's not another gal in the mix. She's just filming for us. Well, but she's there. I mean, she's a Yeah, I know, but I'm not playing with her. I'm playing with the dudes. I don't know. We'll see what that looks like, I guess. I'm curious. But it should be fun. That brings up a really good point that I wanted to talk about, though, because between Splash and sort of my communication with couples since getting back from Splash, I'm really... It's not that I'm questioning my bisexuality, but I find myself attracted to so few women. Yeah. And it, I'm in this really interesting part of my kind of sexual journey in that way because I'm realizing, you know, just because I'm only attracted to a few women doesn't mean I'm not bi. But at the same time, I don't know. Do I start taking that off of profiles and stuff? Well, but when you are attracted to a woman, you're really attracted to her. Yeah. And we're going to talk about that today because yeah. one, I'm going to be sharing a threesome that I had at Splash. And the woman that I had the threesome with, I'm very attracted to her. Right. So it's really just a, a situation where you're more selective when it comes to women because you have a very distinct flavor for women. Yeah. It's, I don't think that's a big deal. Yeah, I guess not. Not to me. I just hate disappointing people <laughs> when they're like, oh, you're a bi woman. You're going to come play with us, right? And I'm like, eh. Well, how often does it happen to me? I mean, all the time. Yeah. Because I have very different tastes when it comes to either men or women, particularly you know, when it comes to couples. For me, that's not an easy situation. I'm, I have very particular tastes, especially when it comes to men. Yeah. So it doesn't always work out. And, and that's all right. It's not supposed to work out every time. That's true. You know, yeah. I like it. that we're selective. I mean, it obviously results in way better experiences for us the vast majority of the time. Well, so. I told you this many times, and it, you know, this is really my whole philosophy for me in this space. I prefer the truly unique experiences, the ones that I really know that I'm going to enjoy with incredible people, as opposed to just you know having these one-offs that might or might not result in some, uh, for me that's not a thing a, a lot of people do that and they get it, i get it and they enjoy it it's just not my thing yeah. i would rather really have these great experiences and thus far i have had amazing times with people so i'm not going to change how i'm doing things for sure no i don't think you should in fact i think that leads perfectly into something else i wanted to talk about which is we both are meeting single people very soon new single people and really taking the time to get to know them yeah i actually have a date as we're recording this tomorrow while you're likely going to be involved in a (laughs) gangbang i have a date with a single gal who reached out to me and i'm i'm excited about it because it's not 
the norm. I don't normally do that, right? No. It's unique for me. And so I'm trying to step outside of my comfort zone and, and do some things that I would not ordinarily do. But she's super sweet, very attractive, and asked if I would have lunch or brunch with her, coffee with her tomorrow while you're at your, you know, session. Yeah, so. that's very new. It, yeah. I mean, when was the last time you hung out with a single woman? <sighs> uh, months, months and months. Florida. Yeah, I was going to say, it hasn't even been in this state. No. I mean, that's a, that's cool. I'm excited for you. Yeah, no, I'm looking forward to it. It should be fun. We've been texting back and forth. Absolutely nothing f- sexual, just, you know, really just flirtation kind of stuff. And this is simply a meeting. We have both agreed that we're only meeting for the first time. She's very, very new in the space and, and super interested in, in learning more. But we're just going to have coffee, a little light lunch probably, and that's going to be it and we'll see where it goes. So yeah, I'm we'll, eager. We'll see about that. <laughs> well, I mean, it's just, I prefer it that way and, and I it, there's no expectation, there's no pressure. You know, we haven't even had a chat on the phone yet, so we got to see if there's any, you know, connection or chemistry at all. Of course. And that's a great way to do it. I, I prefer it. I'm totally cool with that. Yeah, so that's exciting. And I have been talking to a new single guy and he might come to our event on Thursday. Oh, nice. Which I'm very excited about. I See, I really like meeting people in that environment. Me too. Because if we click, great. And we can either play that night or make plans for another time. But if we don't click, there are so many other options for you. And I don't have to feel as bad turning you down right. because it's like the room is full of people that want to meet you other than me. Yeah, and, we, and we've done that. We have introduced folks that, you know, maybe we weren't necessarily 100 percent interested in, but someone else may be. And at our events, we were able to introduce them to other people and had a great time. So, you know, like you said, no harm, no foul. Yeah. You know, it works out really they well. They still walk away with a smile on their face, even though I rejected them. So. Well, you know, and they have a great time. So who cares? Yeah. You know, as long as everybody's enjoying themselves and, you know, again, no hard feelings. It just is what it is. We can't all be expected to be attracted to everyone. That's just not a thing. So as this episode is going up, we're also days away from our next Real Hot Wives event here in Las Vegas. Yeah. And it is going to be a big one. Yeah, I cannot wait. We actually have one half of the Friends with a Twist podcast coming out. They're coming to Vegas and they're going to be here with us. It's going to be fucking awesome. I cannot wait to see them. Oh, same. I'm so excited they decided to come. And yes, I'm just great. It's going to be great to see them. Yeah. I mean, we haven't seen them since Podbash. Obviously, we communicate with them or I do mostly, but we have not seen them. And I'm looking forward to it. They're just great people. Uh, We have and we have friends coming from five different states for this LA Florida Florida, all over the fucking place it is going to be epic this party I'm telling you right now is going to be by far the best party we've ever thrown yeah I can't wait because the people coming are fucking amazing and it's gonna be big and oh my god I just can't even wait I'm not even gonna be able to sleep until Thursday I'm so excited it's gonna be fun and they're just just being around great people and being at splash like this story you're going to tell today it solidifies for me why we do the things that we do and the way we do them because I just enjoy being around our friends. It just changes everything to be in the space with really solid people. Agreed. You know, it's awesome. I dig it. Okay, so we're going to play a game of Am I the Asshole? <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. We play so, this game a lot, although it's really Am I the Asshole? <laughs> that's true. So let's see. It's Usually your turn. it's no, but let's see if I'm the <laughs> Not asshole. Not all the time. <laughs> Not all the time. I'm not I'm not going to say that. That would be a total fabrication. <laughs> Once in a while, you're the asshole, but not For usually. sure. So in, I put this on TikTok, and I was very surprised at some of the reactions that I got. So I thought we would talk about it here, and I would get your opinion on it. Okay. okay. So I was talking to this couple. I have been talking to them for weeks. And when we first met on Cassidy, 
And we started then communicating off of Cassidy. One of the very first questions I asked them was, what are your boundaries and rules? Obviously, you're going to ask that if you're going to be with a couple, right? Or anyone. And I do it very quickly because a lot of times with couples, if you give me a litany of rules and I have to memorize 42 different ways I can and cannot touch you or things like that, I'm just going to be out. It's just not my thing. Right. So I always ask that question up front. I asked them. Their rules were super simple. It was like safe play. And they were like, no offense, but we don't want you to spend the night with us. And I'm like, no fucking problem there. I am certainly not staying with you guys. Not an issue. So, I mean, all of their rules were super understandable and nothing that was weird, right? Right. So then it's probably about two or three days before they're landing in Vegas and we're digitally corresponding the three of us. And again, up to this point, a lot of great like flirtation. They seemed very interested. They were sending me pictures. I was sending them pictures. It was just fun. And we really seemed to click digitally. And so it's a couple days before they're getting to Vegas and I am flirting with them and I'm like, oh, I'm so excited to be able to give you both a kiss. Right. And I don't receive a response for hours on end. It's probably five hours later that they finally message me back the wife does and she says we really probably should have told you this earlier but we actually don't kiss anyone except each other okay i'm out i am so out i'm so out so i very respectfully said unfortunately that is a requirement for me if you guys are not able to provide that that's totally fine but i am not the right fit for you yeah and the wife was fucking pissed at me she was pissed she sent me back this like paragraph long message about how you know we had spent all of this time talking and they were in vegas specifically to celebrate something and i had ruined their celebration and was i really that close-minded and all it was like (laughs) Hot kettle. Yeah. (laughs) And so I put this out on TikTok and multiple people were like, well, you should have said that was a requirement for you, too. And my whole thing is, I think the vast majority of people are okay with kissing in the lifestyle. Yeah, we don't come across a lot of folks that are not okay with that. In fact, I don't I have never come across anyone who said that to me uh, digitally or in person. I don't listen. Whatever your thing is, is your thing. I, I don't understand it, because for me, that's like a. It's really a stepping stone into what our connection is going to be like, right? I mean, th- that's a that's an electric thing, and if you if you kiss someone and there isn't that like spark and there's not there's not some attraction from that, what is the rest of this experience going to be it's like? It's so true because I've kissed people, and even if the kissing isn't bad, but you can instantly tell that there's not a connection there, right? I dry up like the fucking Sahara. Like there is nothing less attractive to me than kissing someone and feeling nothing. Well, for me, I mean, as you know, a lot of folks that I've been with know, it's the lead up, right? And part of that is... You know the kind of the touching and the kissing and the, you know the, it's the foreplay. It's yeah. part. Of, it's an important part of foreplay. For All of me. that is part of what is about to happen. That's the beginning, right? I mean, that's where it starts. And if I can't have that that contact, it's going to give me an idea of whether or not we're really going to hit it off. Uh, why I wouldn't go forward. I mean, I just wouldn't do it. And again, I am not judging that they don't kiss. That's fine. They can do whatever the fuck they want. But you can't be angry with me because I don't want to play with you because of it. You have to no, understand. Absolutely not. You're going to limit your options if you are not willing to kiss. But my whole thing is, I don't feel like I should have to go through all of the things I want in a play situation that's why i ask you what's off the table yeah so it's much easier to understand what's off the table typically than to understand what's on the table so if i ask you what your boundaries are and you don't say no kissing then i assume kissing is on the table and i don't think that that's out of line no listen that should have been the first thing they said because if they are 
experienced in any way and have any real lifestyle acumen or, or IQ, they should know instinctively that that's a very unique ask. Lots of people don't subscribe to that. So, and I'm sure that they have run into this before. In fact, when you were telling me something about this, I thought, you know, first of all, you're coming to Vegas. Okay. I don't know where they're coming from, but you're coming to Vegas. No, everyone hedges their bets. No pun intended. So you're not the only person they were talking to throughout this process of them looking for someone to play with. And I will guarantee you what has stopped them going forward with anyone else is because of this kissing thing. Well, that, and, I thought it was very deceitful. I thought is. they were holding back that information on purpose until right before they got here. Yes. So that I would go, well, we've been oh, talking well, yeah, for yeah. two or three weeks and I really don't want to ruin their Vegas vacation. Yeah, and- it's that's the, it's like they knew that that could potentially be a problem. And the, when they finally started chatting with you, who knows how many people they chatted with before, they were like, fuck it, we're just going to omit that until you know we get there or whatever because we're not finding anybody kind of thing. It reminds me of no condom guy i just thought the same thing the guy that was like i asked hey do you use condoms are you cool with condoms and he says yes 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 until we get naked with each other and then he's like i can't keep hard with the condom right on. yeah that was expecting a, yeah. that i would just be like well we're naked so we might as well fuck right that that's the the, the guy that was in montana that was years ago a couple years ago now but yeah i thought the same thing it's it there's some deception there so people saying that you should have asked no you asked what their limits were and what their boundaries were that to me is glaring and that should have been noted immediately hey just so you know we're we we only play safe you know we only play together and unfortunately we reserve kissing for each other that's just one of those things that has to be indicated up front yep you you gotta be forthcoming with that that's just it's just one of the big ones you know so i'm not the asshole no i mean listen think about it right even in the vanilla world or in any world you're in Typically, prior to you engaging physically with someone as you're courting or whatever, one of the first things that happens physically is a hug, a kiss, you know, that kind of thing. That tells you, in uh, a lot of times, where this relationship or whatever the situation is is going. And for me, if we are earnestly planning on being naked together and, you know, being intimate, I've got to know if there's chemistry, just a, something. I have to have a spark of some kind. Do you know how many guys didn't get a second date from me because I kissed them and there was no fucking spark at all? Oh, yeah. So many over yeah. the years. So many. And that's why also I always laugh when people are like, I don't kiss on the first date. First of all, I fuck on the first date. Well, I know so you So I can't relate to that at all. But also, you should fucking kiss on the first date because then what if it's horrible? Yeah, absolutely. I, like I said, that really is the window into what is about to happen, in my opinion. That tells me a lot touching and contact and kissing for me tells me what i can expect yep. going forward yep. uh, at, to some degree anyway N- not 100 percent, but it's certainly a barometer of some kind well not to pat myself on the back but i guess i'm not the asshole this time i don't listen i don't think so that would look, hey, at least i asked at least i'm trying well, to understand if i'm the asshole or not no well listen they said to, she said to you apparently how she was upset about it and we, no, she we, was fucking pissed we she wasted was all this time livid. yeah yeah look I got that. But what would have happened if they had gotten here? You guys got together. This conversation hadn't taken place. You plan to play. You get back to the room and it's like, oh, hey, by the way, we don't kiss. Talk about rude and inconsiderate. I mean, at that point, it would have been really awkward. Oh, my God. I would have made them feel real stupid. That's an awkward conversation to have when you're naked. 
You know, yeah. I mean, that just doesn't make sense to yeah, me. Yeah, but Why? once again, how many people would just go through with it because you're naked? Like, oh, we spent all this time. I drove all the way out here. I'm not going to let this stop me. We might as well just go forward with it. Right. Well, again, I mean, we, we've had a friend tell us this, that he met a gal that, you know, wasn't exactly what she appeared to be online. He met her. It was not a match at all. And she actually told him that she purposely is deceptive when it comes to her appearance and her age and all those things because two, I think she said two out of seven times that it happened, guys went through with it anyway because they're already there. So you're playing the fucking numbers game, right? It's a, it's a percentage kind of thing. Uh, that's just shitty to me. I, that I don't is understand. so that. unethical. It really, I you know, I, I, I don't understand that. Unfortunately, for, you know, in that situation, he's a super fucking... He's a sweetheart. He bought her dinner and they had a drink and then they kind of went their separate ways. But I mean, to do that to people is really not okay. But that, and it, that goes back to a bigger issue for me. And I think I was just talking about this yesterday when I was uh, doing the, the live thing. It's about this hierarchy that is just horseshit to me. I mean, you and I have this conversation a lot. The idea that couples can get away with more. And we saw it at Splash. It was a great fucking event. We had a blast. But it's a couple for couple event. And you are bound, in my opinion, to run into some kind of boundary issue or line crossed when it comes to couples much more quickly than you are with single folks. Yeah. It, it just, it happens to it us. Firsthand, yeah. It happened to me instantly. It happened to you twice at the event. So it's, yeah. It, when I say the hierarchy, like it goes couples and then the single gals and at the very bottom single men. And then at the way bottom, I think it's like bisexual men Yeah, <laughs> underneath the whole fucking thing, which is so fucking horrible. It's crazy. So yeah, that, that hierarchy is horseshit. I don't buy it. And, and just because you're a couple, you have to behave just like everybody else. Yeah. You know, be considerate. So, yeah, that I don't I don't agree with those folks at all. The kissing thing is a big fucking deal. OK, so single guy tip of the week. OK, I got? have one that is annoying to me and I'm seeing it a lot lately. I've, it's, it seems like these things are very cyclical and I've received this one specifically a lot lately. Someone will reach out to me online and try to initiate contact with me. And often those people are not my type and I very politely let them know that. And we, right. you know, that's a chance for us to just move on. And a lot of times what they'll then do is turn around and go, well, do you have any friends that you can introduce me to? Yeah. Okay, listen, yeah. it's different if we have met, if we've networked in person and you've proven that even though you're not physically my type, maybe you're still a decent dude. Yeah. I am happy to introduce you to someone that you might be better aligned with. We do it all I the do, time. I do know a lot of people through doing our events. I I can almost always place people together, right? That right. makes sense for each other. And I'm happy to do that because I want everyone to have fun. But online, I have no knowledge of who you are as a person. I don't know if you're a good person, if you're a total asshole, and you want me to introduce one of my friends to you. I just think that's the craziest thing in the world. That's an insane request to me. Uh, that comes from a lack of experience. That person is completely ill-equipped in my opinion, to be in this space at this time. They have a lot to learn. That's just, to me, it's insane. I don't get that. Now, I will say when it comes to men, for me, guys meeting guys, there's a much bigger gap when it comes to what guys will tolerate, what guys will do, how they'll behave. Attraction goes out the window and all those things. So they not don't, always, most guys, not but... always, but a lot of guys just don't give a fuck. It's the craziest thing ever. But when it comes to, you know, attraction, if we're not attracted to one another, we don't know one another, especially, you can't expect me to just pass you on to somebody else. That doesn't make any fucking sense. 
You right. know, especially if I don't know you. Well, and also it's one thing if the reason I'm saying no to you is like a physical preference thing, right? I have my physical preferences. I'm not going right. to apologize for them. I like what I like. And if you don't fit into that, it simply isn't a fit. No. But it's a way bigger issue if the reason I'm saying no to you is because of something you said in a message and then you still ask me to set you up with someone. Because now I have at least one reference point of you being not a great person. Well, you're also there's also a lack of understanding. And that's the biggest thing for me, because if someone is willing to say that or believes that that's appropriate, I have to be suspect of what else they think is appropriate. Yeah. Right. That To me, that's a basic. Right. Hey, I know I don't know you, stranger, uh, and you're not a attracted to me, but might you have some friends that you could hook me up with? Uh, no, because again, I don't know you and it has nothing to do with my attraction for you. I don't know you. Right. I don't know your character. Right. You know, so uh, yeah, I don't understand a lot of that. And again, I think it comes down to a difference between being in person and being in the digital world. You have to understand that because if you come to one of our events, for example, and you hit on me and we're not a good fit, I will happily introduce you to someone you might be a good fit with. For sure. We do it all the time. That's very different than some guy behind a screen that has a few sentences on a profile and you're trying to get me to set you up with people. The other thing is I just find it lazy. Honestly, I am not your fucking dating coach here. Yes. Uh, Listen, I think it was Pythagoras that said friends share everything, right? We share our toys. We want our friends to have a good time. (laughs) We share our our play partners. We share everything. We want our friends to have a great fucking time. And if there's (laughs) someone who isn't necessarily a fit for us or you or me, we probably can introduce you to some folks that you might click with but we have to know you i mean we have to have some rapport i I have to know that you're a solid person right before i throw you into the mix with our friends Listen, we have listeners that do it hey can you introduce me to some people that you know in florida uh hello complete stranger no i'm not going to do that what if you chop my friend up into a million pieces and i'm responsible well yeah more than likely though it's someone who isn't going to be compatible and it's like hey what are you guys doing you know yeah Yeah, there won't be your friends very long if you continue to do that thanks a lot brenna yeah freaking bitch nice job dumbass (laughs) so yeah i mean i I don't listen that to me that's a lack of awareness it's a lack of understanding it's complete ineptitude in this space and you know you can't that's just fucking dumb don't do that i think it's lazy i really do it is lazy there there are so many guys and we've talked about it before but there are so many guys that are like this is the easy way in right it's not we've seen it even at our events guys will come they don't they're not as well dressed as some other people in the room and you know they're not conversant with people they sit off in a corner and then when they leave they're like yeah i struck out tonight well what the fuck did you expect (laughs) yeah it happens every fucking party every event we've ever been to or have held or anything you think pussy's just going to be thrown at you from across the room without any effort whatsoever that's not a fucking thing yes and that again goes to how little they understand about this space because like it or not I've said this a million times, this space is about relationships. Now, I'm not talking long-term relationships or, you know, Romantic. any of, yeah, yeah, none of that shit. You have to be able to engage with people and generate some kind of commonality. You have to be able to get along with people. You have to be able to converse with people and make them comfortable. And that's, that's part of, you're starting a relationship because you're about to be intimate with someone. And in a lot of cases, someone's significant other, which is more important in in my opinion. It's not easy. The point is it's not easy. No. if So if you're sitting at home right now, if you're a single guy listening to this and you're like, oh, the lifestyle is the easy way for me to fucking get laid. No, it's not. Go on a date with a nice vanilla girl. Okay. If that's what you're looking for, go do that because the lifestyle is 
fucking complicated and you have to have a lot of people skills. Well, as well, it should be. Yeah. Right. It should be complicated. It shouldn't be super easy for some swinging dick to walk into a room and have his pick. It doesn't work that way. But a lot of guys think it does. Yeah. They they firmly believe that they're just going to be, you know, the heroes in the room and they don't do anything to make that come to fruition, obviously. But that's a terrible way to think. A lot of guys do. It, well, just like with the our BDSM site, how many people reach out and it's like, OK, clearly you think this is an easy in. Right. That's what you think. Oh, they, yeah. The BDSM world it. is the worst for that. Oh, kingsters are easy. Nah, yeah. I'm fucking complicated, especially if way. I meet you on the BDSM site, because I expect that you better have some experience and be versed in that area. Well, Otherwise, you're wasting your fucking time being there. And, you know, I mean, for me, I make it real difficult for people. I never make it easy for people. There are going to be conversations. You're going to have to you know, really prove to me that you're someone I want to hang out with. Especially here in Vegas, particularly those that are coming in from out of town, because, you know, as we just highlighted, we know how that goes. People are flaky and flighty, and they don't really have a idea of 100% what's going to happen when they get here. They, they want to, but they, you know, shit happens, day drink, and the day's over. So for me, I'm, I'm super particular about that, and I think everybody should be. To some degree, I think we all should be. I would love to get to today's story because this is a special one for me. You guys have heard this couple talked about once before on our show. And when I say that I have a sexual connection with these people, that is a vast understatement. I don't know of a way to describe it. It's just like we all fucking click. Yeah. And it has resulted in now two of the hottest threesomes I can possibly imagine. And you guys are going to hear about the second of those two threesomes very shortly. But first, we want to say a thank you to the partners of the Front Porch Swingers podcast. This episode of FPS is brought to you by our friends at Promescent. Promescent is dedicated to making sure you have the most fun in the bedroom possible. And that's especially important for us lifestylers, especially if you're quick on the trigger, which, listen, it happens. Thankfully, Promescent has their flagship product, the Delay Spray. It's award-winning. It's doctor-recommended. And all it does is help you extend your sexy bedroom time, which, of course, is very important when you're trying to impress a new partner or partners all you do is spray it on allow a couple of minutes for absorption and you go to work promescent also offers a ton of other products i personally love their buzzing gel for us ladies i use it almost every time i play solo and even sometimes with partners check out all of promescent's amazing products at promescent.com that is p-r-o-m-e-s-c-e-n-t.com this episode of fps is brought to you by dipsy whether it's a warm cup of coffee, basking in the warm sunlight, or listening to a sexy story, pleasure is all around us. And you guys know that we take pleasure very seriously, which is why we absolutely love Dipsy. Dipsy is an audio app full of sexy short stories designed to turn you on. And the best thing about Dipsy from my perspective is that there are so many different stories on there that no matter what your fantasies or desires are, you're going to find something that really gets you in the mood. I use Dipsy at night sometimes just to come down from a crazy day. It's a great way to clear my mind and just get into the right headspace. And for listeners of our show, you can try Dipsy free for an entire month and all access pass specifically for our listeners when you go to dipsystories.com slash FPS. Again, that's a full month of all of their sexy audio stories and their other features at dipsy, D-I-P-S-E-A, stories.com slash 
FPS. DipsyStories.com slash FPS. Are you a hot wife couple or a cuckold couple? Do you identify as stag and vixen or are you a respectful single man? If any of those are you, we would love for you to join us at a future Real Hot Wives of many cities at this point. Yeah. <laughs> Las Vegas, Denver, Portland, and more to be announced. We have so many big events coming up, you guys, and we would love for you to apply for a free membership and check out our ticket options at members.frontporchswingers.com. Also, we're going to Splash for Lauderdale folks we're very excited about it after attending the one in Atlanta and you can also find information on how to join us there that's in September the 22nd through the 25th again if you head on over to members.frontporchswingers.com there's a link for Splash Fort Lauderdale we would love for you to check it out come party with us in Fort Lauderdale yeah, we have so much going on. It would be impossible to run all through it here. So members.frontporchswingers.com is where you can find all that info. Denver is coming up in July, Portland in August, and then Splash in September. This year's it's going to be crazy, folks. You don't want to miss it. So <laughs> I don't I don't even know where to begin with this whole experience because it was so good and so hot and there was so much that happened that it's you know we're just gonna have to wade through it here but i think it's all gonna be good it's yeah (laughs) all the details are hot as fuck so i really can't go wrong here no listen there are first of all a lot happened the evening that you got the chance to have this experience that you're going to talk about today not the least of which was i was also playing simultaneously fucking hot super fucking hot i was with a spectacular lady that we'll talk about at a later date and you were with our friends having a threesome in their room while I was in our room. And in true Brenna fashion, I as she and I made our way up to the room, once I knew that you had left and you were with our friends, I get to the room. The room is spotless. There are condoms and lube on the bed. And it was just really quite nice that you took the time to set that up, even though you were showering and rushing out the door to go have this in- insanely hot session. Hey, that's so, true love right there. Cleaning it is. up the room and laying you out condoms when I should be getting fucked. That's true love. That's why I make you coffee every morning. Yeah. That's exactly <laughs> We're why. We're good partnership. That's why. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it was such a fucking hot night. I don't want to say it was a blur, but holy shit, was it intense. Well, I think this experience for me actually started the night prior because Splash started on Thursday. We got there very early on Thursday because our flight landed at 7 a.m. And then we napped for a little bit and we got up. And a little bit later in the evening, we met up with our friends and they gave me permission to talk about this and and everything. Steve and Leah, which we've talked about before. I had a threesome with them at Podbash. Yes. And actually, that was not the first time I was with them. No. The first first time I was with them was kind of this hot five something. I didn't actually get penetrated or anything, but it was a very hot evening for me getting to play with two couples and a single woman, actually six of us. Yeah. And I think that was Valentine's Day, right? It was. Wasn't that Valentine's Day at Secrets? Yeah. So that was my first kind of experience with them. And then, like I said, I got to have my first real threesome with them at Podbash and it was explosive. I mean, our chemistry was off the charts. I still look back on that experience and just beam from ear to ear because it was just so good. And fast forward to Splash, it's the first night and you're exhausted. I mean, we had traveled. We'd also worked like crazy leading up to us leaving so that we could actually just enjoy the weekend. Well, our flight left at midnight Vegas time. So we were basically, I was asleep on the plane, which I always am because I have to be or I'm a fucking nightmare to travel with. And so when we landed, like you said, it was barely seven o'clock in the morning. It was, yeah, it was rough. 
Yeah. So that evening, that first evening, you came down with me to the club for about an hour and then you kind of left me to my own devices. <laughs> you yes, went to bed and it was great because I got to just hang out with Steve and Leah. I was dancing with them. We were kind of grinding on each other. So for me, that's where the experience started, right? right? Like the idea that I'm getting to touch all over them. And the other thing I liked is we decided collectively, the three of us, that Friday night was going to be kind of our night, right? That was the yeah. night that we planned on being together. So Thursday night, there was no pressure. There was no idea of like, oh, is this going to happen? Am I going to have to go up and shower? Am I going to have to wake Brian up? It was just a a great chance to dance and flirt. And I kind of kissed on both of them a little bit. And it got me fucking revved up for Friday. Well, it's like we talk about that that pre-foreplay foreplay. Yes. You know what I mean? I mean, that's what it is. It's it's the anticipation. It's that buildup. It's it's intense. And for me, it just it, it changes everything. It elevates the entire experience. And yeah, I think it's fucking awesome. I mean, if we're being completely honest, I think the foreplay actually has started like forever ago. Well, for you guys, yes. Because they are constantly posting photos. They're in our Telegram group and we also follow them on a couple of social media platforms. And they're always putting up photos. He's in fantastic shape, takes very good care of himself. So he's always posting like shirtless photos or once in a while there'll be a dick pic thrown out on one of the platforms. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is a sexy man. And she is beautiful. And she's got the most perfect tits. Yeah, they're awesome. And so the foreplay is kind of always there. I'm always looking at them naked or mostly naked, and I'm like, I really want to be with them again. Well, it's interesting. Well, they're just super awesome people and they're attractive and, and, you know, sexy. And so it was really just Steve and I that Friday morning in the gym at the resort, just us two morons in the gym at like 730 in the fucking morning. (laughs) And of course, he and I are just chatting, fucking around, bullshitting and, and having a good time and laughing. And I'm thinking... You know, you're going to be banging my my girl here soon. That's going to be awesome. You were thinking of that? Well, yeah, because it was Friday morning. I know you guys were playing Friday night. I had no intention of doing anything. Obviously, I had no idea what I was going to be doing while you guys were playing. Probably would have been in our room because it would have been late. And so, yeah, I'm thinking, oh, you, you, you're you going to fuck Brenna later. Cool. Oh, you know? I love that. Yeah. I mean, he's, listen, he's a good looking dude. He is built like a, I mean, he's a fucking massive muscular dude. And so, you know to watch to know that that's going to happen and then of course leah's just a fucking smoke show so you know just a hot experience just the thought of it you know even early in the morning i was thinking about yeah yeah and they are very physically attractive but also what i'll say is while we're dancing and kind of flirting with each other that thursday night leading into friday i was reminded why i kind of lust after them the way i do because they're also so fucking fun to be around yes they just exude this fun energy this laid-back energy and i am so attracted to that so i mean in my my mind this is like the perfect couple it's firing on all cylinders not only are they hot but they're super fucking fun and i know them so i don't right. have to walk on eggshells or wonder what's allowed and what's not we've kind of gotten past that and we've talked about it previously so i can just fucking revel in all of that sexual energy and, yeah and for me it's like i always say we play with our friends we like making friends in the space and playing with our friends so i don't have to worry about there's no concern for safety or security for me like they're our friends i'm 
not concerned at all. We're in the same resort. You're with our friends. I don't even need to, I don't even need to think about it. I, all I have to do is think about what you're doing and not worry about your safety. Yeah. Which is a huge fucking deal for me. You so know? then Friday night comes around. And again, the three of us kind of danced for a little while. In fact, the plan was we were going to go dance and kind of flirt for an hour. And then we were going to go upstairs because I think all of us kind of get in that mode of like, oh, we're just going to dance and socialize. And then the night kind of gets away from us. Right. So I liked that we made a specific plan. I did stick around a little longer than expected because I was kind of trying to play wingman for you a little bit. <laughs> yes, you were. Because I didn't know exactly where your situation was going. But once I realized that you were probably firing on all cylinders, I decided to sneak upstairs. I showered myself off. I put on my wine lingerie that you love, yep. the little drapey number and little robe over top of it. And like you said, got the room all kind of cleaned up. And I walked over to their room, which was also very sexy to me. Like the idea of walking to their hotel room and knocking on the door. And it was really funny because I knocked on the door and I hear Leah go something like, oh, she's here. So that made me feel good, too, because it was like, oh, they're equally as excited to be with me as I am to be with them. Well, yeah, it's it's the whole picture, right? It's like you're showing up to play with this couple for the night and, you know, they're waiting on you and they're prepared for you and you're dressed in lingerie. Yeah, it just intensifies the entire experience. So... It was also very sexy. Leah poured me a glass of wine and then I look and there's like sex toys everywhere. There are dildos laying all over the place. There are floggers. I mean, they have, they brought their whole arsenal. Maybe not their whole arsenal, but they brought a good collection with them. And the other thing I loved, and I said this about Leah the first time that the three of us played together, I like that she's kind of the dominating force. I am very turned on by a woman that can just kind of take control. It's one of the reasons I love playing with Nicole, actually, too. Yeah. Those types of women, those kind of more alpha women, turn me the fuck on. So I told her when we walked in, I was like, I give you guys consent to touch me however you want to touch me. If I don't like something, I'll let you know. And honestly, I am open to whatever you guys want to do. With this couple, I mean, they could tell me to fucking get on the floor and bark like a dog and I would fucking do it. Well, that's just part of playing with friends and people you trust. You know, 100%. There's, there's, no, there's no issues. There's no concern, no hang-ups, you know, nothing really looming that could potentially be a problem. And if there is, it's a simple conversation. Well, so <laughs> so I, I'm hoping I get the order of things correct here. She and I started kissing first. She was like, I very much wanted to spend some time with you. She actually told Steve to go sit in a chair. She's like, you don't get to touch yet. You don't get to play yet. So she was very much calling the shots for all three of us. And again, so fucking into that. And she and I just start kissing all over each other she has the most soft beautiful lips ever and they feel so fucking good and she's like sensual up to a point until she's not sensual which i also really like she's a very versatile lover (laughs) well she's listen she's just a sexy lady it doesn't matter what she's doing or what she's wearing whether she's at the pool or in a dress at the club she's just fucking hot yeah she is so then she asked me if i'll lay down i'm like of fucking course i will so she starts going down on me holy balls this woman knows how to eat pussy let me tell you and what was so sexy about it too is you know i'm not saying i get oral from people i'm not attracted to but there was something very hot about looking down on her 
as she's going down on me because no she's fucking hot and she has these beautiful eyes and they're kind of peering up at me but mostly they're closed and she's just kind of like engrossed in my pussy which was so fucking nice i loved it yeah listen being attracted to people it's like a, it's just so fucking huge when it comes to intimacy and being naked with them the the more attracted you are to someone the hotter the fucking experience is going to be it's just a given so i think from there we swapped and i started going down on her she tasted so good her skin is so amazing and then steve comes up from behind me and kind of starts touching me from behind a little bit he hikes up my lingerie and he's kind of just touching on my ass as i'm eating his wife's gorgeous pussy and i made her come very quickly which i was very impressed by but she even said like typically it takes a long time for someone to get her to come and i did it very quickly so i felt like a fucking rock star. well you're a pro so yeah i like eating pussy too <laughs> if it's the right pussy i will fucking dive into that shit well that's what i was saying earlier when you were questioning whether or not you should take buy off your profiles all that shit the truth is if you're super attracted to a person male female gender neutral doesn't matter you're fucking attracted to them yeah you know you just are so yeah i mean she's somebody that gets your motor running it is what it is well it's fucking great so then from there what happens is i get back on the bed leah gets behind me so she's like oh i'm almost kind of in her lap if you will and she's touching on me she's touching on my tits and then steve gets down in between my legs and he pulls out a wartenberg wheel Yes. And starts using it yes. on my thighs. Oh, my God. If you guys don't know what I'm talking about, Google it. It's a little wheel that has little pins all over it. And he actually had two different options. One of them was a multiple wheel one, which you would think would be more intense because it's more pokey. But that's actually not the case because it takes up more surface area. So it's not quite as stingy as the single wheel. Yeah, it's it's not as, as uh, centrally located. Like it doesn't it doesn't feel the same because it's not right in one spot it's kind of like the difference between hurting two fingers instead of one kind of thing you know (laughs) kind of yeah so he has the first the larger wartenberg wheel out first and he's literally rolling it up my thighs and up the other side and it was so hot because the whole time leah's sitting behind me she's like oh that looks amazing and like oh god that's so hot she's like i'm getting wet just watching you guys do this so i mean she's so verbal and it turns me on like crazy because it's obviously obvious that she's equally as into this you know what i mean like i've had well i've had one threesome i can think of where it was clear that the guy was way more into it than the woman for sure and when it's not that way when both parties want me there and are excited to see what's happening to me and what's what's going on that is fucking amazing to me there is nothing hotter well it's also the level of confidence that she has in kind of vocalizing what it is that she's enjoying and seeing and experiencing you know again that comes from a level of comfort i think and being genuinely attracted to the you know the people that you're with So he's using that Wartenberg wheel. Then he gets it right up by my pussy. It feels so fucking good. It was painful, but in a really hot way. Then he pulls out the single wheel Wartenberg wheel. And he actually had it in a glass of cold water. So it was like icy because it's metal. So it's icy on my skin. Oh my God, it felt good. I thought I was going to come just from that. I mean, he's using it on my thighs, on my pussy lips, right by my clit. 
oh my god it was driving me fucking crazy it was sending these shivers through my body i was like oh if he had done it for another couple of minutes i seriously think i could have come just from that well it's i mean that thing is super intense so the oh. sensitivity level and you know it, it's it's hyper it makes you hypersensitive well and this is after she made me come by licking me so i'm already right. sensitive oh my god i cannot describe it we need to get a new wartenberg wheel i think ours is still in storage still in Montana. Storage. yeah because well that's a whole different level of play that i need to experience again once you ha you have had an orgasm you become incredibly sensitive and so anything that touches you or even rubs up against you gently is going to create shivers oh my god it was amazing so i think from there is where leah instructed steve to start flogging me okay so fucking hot so i'm bent over the bed steve is now naked his cock is out he looks so fucking good and leah is holding my hands down from the front and i have this perfect view of her gorgeous tits and she's just holding me there and like talking me through this whole thing it was so hot he starts flogging me and starts slow and you know kind of builds up he's a fantastic flogger if anyone needs someone who knows what the fuck they're doing he is He's top of my list. He's fucking amazing. He really starts slow and builds and he does all sorts of different angles. He's not hitting in the same spot over and over again. And the other thing he does is he knows the tease. So, for example, he really wound one up and then he hit on the bed next to me instead of actually hitting me. So my mind is just spinning with all of the possibilities of like, is this going to hurt? Is this going to feel amazing? When is it going to hurt? I just got lost in that. I absolutely loved it. And again, I have this gorgeous woman holding my hands down on the bed and instructing him almost how to flog me. It was amazing. Her energy is just intoxicating in that moment. Well, that's one of the other reasons that they're just such an awesome couple because they are just in sync with one another. You know what yes. I mean? It, they just, they get it. One thousand percent. And again, I know I'm forgetting certain things in all of this because a lot happened. I was with them for a long time. It was a lot of play. You were. But the next thing I remember is Steve gets down behind me after flogging me. And again, I love being flogged because it just makes every inch of my body stand at attention. I mean, talk about that tingling back to the Wartenberg wheel. My skin feels like it's on fire in a good way. It is just, oh God. And even the air blowing. At one point he started blowing on my ass. It was fucking phenomenal. And I have Leah talking about how nice my ass is glowing and how great it looks. And then Steve gets down behind me, starts eating me out from behind, literally nose practically in my ass. Yeah, there's nothing hot. Just fucking devouring my pussy. It was fucking amazing. Yeah, he and I are cut from the same cloth because I may have very well been doing the same thing while he was doing that to you. <laughs> great minds fuck alike. Yes. So, <laughs> so that went on for quite a while. And then... Leah was very excited at the prospect of she and I kind of sharing Steve's cock for a moment, which I loved. Again, she basically instructed him on like, come over here. We're both going to suck your cock. So I'm sucking on his balls at the same time. She's sucking on his shaft and then we kind of swap and then she and I are kissing in between it. I'm reaching over. I'm just rubbing on her skin while she's sucking on his cock. Then it's just Steve and I for a moment and I am deep throating his cock. I am feeling it at the back of my throat. I mean, he is a well endowed man yeah that can't be an easy task well endowed he is large and he is 
thick. So getting it towards the back of my throat, I was impressed with myself. Yeah. It's not the first large cock I've taken, but still every time I do it, I'm like, oh, you're a fucking badass. Yeah, that's that's pretty impressive considering the size of Steve's cock. <laughs> Even soft, it's fucking massive. Yeah. It was so funny because he was naked most of the day at the pool on Friday and Saturday. And even soft people were like, wow, like you could see them looking and being like, now that's a fucking cock right there. Yeah. Well, he's also got this cock ring on that's shining in the sun. It's like a beacon to that fucking thing. <laughs> As if he needs more attention drawn yeah, to it. <laughs> you need to showcase it anymore. <laughs> So I'm deep throating this cock and then he puts on a condom and I think the way that this whole thing started was Leah again was kind of behind me. I'm almost like leaning into her and she is instructing Steve how to fuck me. Holy fuck was that hot. Oh my God. It was amazing. She's telling him like, go slow. Like when he first enters me, she's like, go slow. You're big. You're don't hurt her. And he finally gets into me and she's like, yes, pick, pick up the pace. She's asking me like, does that feel good? And I'm like, oh my God, it feels amazing. I'm telling him how great his cock is. And it's all this dirty talk. And again, this comfort with these people. I mean, I felt so comfortable to look Leah in the eye. I remember kind of cocking my head back at one point. She was like, how does that cock feel? And I was like, it feels fucking amazing as i'm looking her in the eye oh see it's all of those little neat nuances of a threesome that make it special to me well it's also the the people with whom you're playing they are in sync they are a very connected couple they know exactly what they are interested in both experiencing in in situations like that and you know that's just conveyed to you or to whomever the partner is It, it it just seems so comfortable because again they're awesome fucking people they're friends you are comfortable with them and they have each other's best interest in mind as well as yours and they know what they want out of this experience oh so i'm going back and forth between kind of touching on her again her legs and her thighs are like right by me i'm basically laying on them so i'm kind of rubbing them and then i'll stop and i'll grab him and kind of you know almost push myself further into him and then she starts saying like fuck her harder fuck her deeper and he is pounding me and it was so hot too because again this is a very fit man he is fucking muscular his muscles are like rippling as he's just like pushing himself into me that That mental image will, uh, that's spank bank material for a very long time. I'll just say that much. No doubt. It was so fucking hot. And again, she's instructing a lot of this. There was at one point where she asked him how he wanted to fuck me. And so he kind of pulls away from me and he says that he wants me to be bent over. So I'm then kind of, I'm bent over I'm again facing her and she's kind of holding my hands and he enters me from behind and oh my fucking god I don't even think he was inside of me for 20 seconds in that position and I came hard he was hitting all the right spots there was I don't remember which point in the play it happened but he absolutely made me squirt and like a lot well listen they again they understand the dynamic better than anyone between the two of them and they obviously have experience with you so playing the way they're playing it just it speaks to you obviously i mean you know knowing how you enjoy those kind of interactions of course you're going to be super fucking worked up so then this kind of this whole thing kind of capped off if you will with as what will go down as one of the sexiest things i have ever experienced during a sexual interaction and that's a big fucking statement that's bold okay i've had a lot of fucking hot moments this moment is seared into my brain this is one of those things i'm going to look back on when i'm 85 and be like oh fuck that was hot i can't believe i did that okay so 
What Leah says to me is, I had another idea for you. I know that you're really into choking. And I was like, I certainly am. And she's like, okay, well, what do you think of Steve choking you while I go down on you again? And I'm like, okay. Speak in your language. So I am now leaned up against Steve. Steve is behind me. I'm kind of a little bit propped up on him. And at first he just starts touching me. He starts touching on my tits. He's kind of starts rubbing around my neck area, but he's not choking me yet. Leah gets in between my legs and she's very much like teasing me. She's kind of rubbing her hands up and down my thighs and um, her fingers over my pussy lips a little bit. And then she starts licking me at the same time that Steve wraps this massive hand around my neck and starts pressing down and applying pressure Holy fuck, it was amazing. I cannot even describe how hot this whole thing was for me because I do. I fucking love being choked by someone that knows what they're doing. There's too many people that have no fucking idea how to choke. Steve knows how to choke. Well, it's it's literally the only thing you told me about the session when you got back to the room was that experience. God, it was so fucking hot. So he's choking me from behind. He's using one hand to choke me and the other hand like on my tit and like squeezing it and grabbing it at the same time that she is licking me i came so hard i saw fucking stars i cannot even describe to you how good it felt because the the part of choking that i like i know it's gonna sound fucked up but let's just walk through it for those of you who are not familiar when you get choked you're already a little bit lightheaded anyway and then having an orgasm on top of that makes you even more lightheaded so it almost does feel like you're you have this split second where you feel like you might pass out yeah it's euphoric and it's fucking, it's like a high. Yeah. It really is. Well, like especially like you said, with someone who understands the process. Yes. Yeah. And side note here, don't fucking do this at home. If you don't know how to choke properly, figure it out. Talk to somebody who knows what they're doing. Don't just go into it because that's how people fucking die. Just yeah. saying that. Not a great idea. Not saying this is the most uh, safe activity in the entire world, but it is what it is. And I fucking loved it. So. Yeah, you do. <laughs> and that went on for a while. I mean, she made me come at least twice. He, again, choking me. At one point, I kind of tapped his hand. And he thought that I meant stop. So I kind of grabbed his hand and put it back around my neck. Like, no, I want fucking more. I didn't say stop. <laughs> yeah, it's, if you for you to say stop, it's got to be really fucking something. So after I came the second time from her licking me and him choking me, I literally I lost a couple of minutes. I mean, I think that we all laid there together. I'm not really sure. I was so I was in such a haze from all of the chemical reactions going on in my brain. I'm not even sure sure exactly how this whole thing ended i do know that i was kind of putting my robe on and getting myself ready to go back to the room they were gonna take a little bit of a break and we thought we might play again but the reality is i was fucking spent from this interaction i had come so much my body was sore in the most amazing way my pussy sore from being stretched by this giant cock my ass is sore from being flogged my thighs are sore from being grabbed and wartenberg wheeled whatever the verb is for that i really had been put through the ringer in the best possible i'm not complaining in any way shape or form no you got back to the room you look like you got worked and then you were sore all the way through the next day oh my god when you and i played you were sore I was fucking, listen, this man is very well endowed and he was drilling me at one point, fucking drilling me. So I was sore as hell. It was so worth it. And listen, as I've had time to reflect back on that experience, 
there's a couple of things that make this connection unique. One of them is that Leah is one of the most confident and dominant energy women I have ever met in my entire life. And it is so fucking sexy to me. There is something so empowering about being with another woman that's like that. I'm like, I want to be Leah when I grow up because she's a fucking badass. She is a badass. Absolutely. And to see how she kind of dictates pace both with me and with Steve and went back and forth between that. And she made it clear. They both made it clear that this was very much about my pleasure. I felt like they really wanted to spoil me, which also speaks to just how great a people they are. But for her to be able to go back and forth between those two things, like I want this to be a great experience for you but i also want to dictate pace but also i know that you like me dictating pace you know what i mean yeah. she's able to juggle all of that and that's such a unique quality well she's a sophisticated confident woman i am not the least bit surprised and with steve it's more than just a great cock and a great body this man's energy is just infectious i mean he is so likable and friendly and fun to be around and that makes him even more sexy to me so by the time he's inside of me i'm like am i really getting to fuck this dude this is fucking amazing yeah that's when it's really the best like you're almost surprised at yourself that happens to me all the time i do know one of the things that we kind of said to each other as we're wrapping up is like it sucks that we don't live closer to each other but also if we lived in the same town i would just want to fuck them all the time yeah i just like i'd be like wednesday afternoon like oh i really want to go fuck steve and leah you know like yeah, that there's... would be what it is and it also is kind of special that it only happens a couple of times a year because it feels like a treat yeah. this felt like a treat for me and i what the whole next day all i did was talk about it to you i was like not so much the details but more so oh my god i had the best night or i'm so sore right now but that's i'm sore in a good way and i'm so happy that i'm sore from what happened because it was amazing so yeah i mean it just it kind of fed my soul a little bit this was one of those interactions that you would just walk away from being like this is why i'm in the lifestyle i'm right. in the lifestyle four nights like that night yeah, absolutely. Well, listen, I felt much of the same with my interaction because I'm, like I said many times, I am incredibly fortunate when it comes to lifestyle play and, and all the interactions that I have had. So yeah, there's something to be said for those kind of, you know, situations where it's, you walk away and you're like, holy shit, that was fucking hot. You know? Yeah, not only hot, but holy shit, these are amazing people that I feel really fortunate actually want to fuck me. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's really what it is. And looking forward to seeing them again, not not just because they're amazing fucking people, but because you're that much, you know, you're that attracted to them. Because I want to fuck again. Yeah, that's a huge thing. But like, to your point, fortunately, we live on other sides of the country. Otherwise, you that's all you would probably be doing. Yeah, exactly. And maybe it wouldn't feel so special. So yeah. I'm just, I'm very thankful for that experience. I'm thankful that they came to Splash with us. I'm thankful that they took an evening out to spend time with actually two because we did the flirting dancing one night and the fucking the other night yeah so i just feel very fortunate to have them as friends and huge shout out to them i know that they're listening and you guys are fucking amazing and you have no idea how special you made my splash vacation yeah and for me too i mean it was just a hot experience when you came back and the only thing you told me was really about the end of what had happened between the, the three of the you choking and the, the choking and, yeah. yeah and so that's pretty much my that was my image of this whole thing but you were so you were drained but you were also almost invigorated by how intense the experience was and just pumped up about it even like you said through the next day we talked about it all day the next day in, in terms of how intense it was for you and how it was enjoyable and one of the most incredible experiences you've ever had. And listen, I didn't even do it justice. I know I forgot things. I know I left things out of this. I just remember these snippets of like the hottest fucking moments. So that's what I shared during this. Right. If you, if I could video this whole thing and show it to you, it'd be 10 times hotter. I'm well, just... yeah. 
it Always. just is what it is. Yeah. I mean, you're going to, you know, when you're in situations like that and your, your mind is just f- going everywhere with all the sensations, you're going to lose little pieces of it. There's no question. Oh, I loved it. I love the moments that I still have in my brain. <laughs> yeah, those are the ones that matter. So we are going to be delving a little bit more into some sexy fun. We're going to be giving some big spoilers of things that have happened recently on our bonus episode this week. So if you guys are not already subscribed to our Patreon, it is time to do so. We would love to have you over there, give you hundreds of hours of exclusive bonus content and you can find it all at patreon.com slash front porch swingers it also helps the show immensely when you sponsor us that way also keep in mind you can find the naughty stuff and uh, a big spoiler that gangbang that we're talking about is gonna be filmed yes, and it it's is. gonna be on my only fans and there's some other very very big things in the works for that including some girl on girl with someone that you guys might know so i know her for sure <laughs> So head on over to my OnlyFans. That's OnlyFans.com slash Front Porch Swingers. Brian also has one that's been uh, getting a lot of attention lately. And that's OnlyFans.com slash buy hyphen zaddy. And again, those links will be in our show notes for you. You can also find us on social media. We're on Twitter at FP Swingers, Instagram at FPS Pod Media, and TikTok at Front Porch Swingers, and YouTube at Front Porch Swingers. Yes, absolutely. And also, guys, don't forget to check out all of the events that we have coming up. You can find them all at members.frontporchswingers.com. We would love for you to join us for those. And Podbash, you still have some time to book for October. If you head to podbashevent.com, you can see all of the fun that we have planned for Secrets this year. Yeah, and listen, a lot of the folks that we talk about, they're going to be at Podbash, most of them. And, and there's some of them are going to be in Denver and some are going to be in Portland. And it's just amazing to have fucking friends in this space that are just that awesome. And we get to travel with them and, and hang out with them. It's just great. Agreed. And we have lots some naughty stories coming up because we have been total sluts lately and we're going to be sharing it with you every single Monday. So make sure you stay tuned and thank you so much for listening. Thanks, everybody.